Oh God, you are our life, our health, our salvation. Look with mercy on your people. Stir up in us a saving faith that believing we may be healed and being healed we may worthily give you thanks. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the passage, we will hear from the second book of Kings. We hear about Naaman, the Syrian general, who is cleansed from leprosy by the power of Israel's God. In gratitude, Naaman vows from that point on to worship the God of Israel. A reading from the second book of Kings. Naaman the Syrian went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan according to the word of the man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God and all his company. Naaman came and stood before Elisha and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept a present from your servant. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives whom I serve, I will accept nothing. Naaman urged Elisha to accept, but he refused. Then Naaman said, If not, please let two mule loads of earth be given to your servant. For your servant will no longer offer burnt offering or sacrifice to any god except the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In today's passage from St. Paul's letter to Timothy, St. Paul tells Timothy and us that although he suffers imprisonment because of his faith in Christ Jesus, he believes that with Christ Jesus he will win the victory. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. That is my gospel for which I suffer hardships, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, so that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is sure. If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And your Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Luke. Glory to you. 
On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, go. Show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. This man was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean? The other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to the Samaritan, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. The story of the one leper who goes back to give thanks is a story that gets us to ask, where were the other nine? Why didn't they come back and give thanks? Father Bill Bausch, in his homily based on this gospel, suggests that perhaps uh, one of them didn't realize that he was healed or didn't believe that he had been healed of leprosy, so he just runs away. Another one, it dawns on him that, what's he going to do? All he's used to doing in his life is begging. He has no skills. And now that he's not a leper, he, he can't beg and expect help. Another possibility, maybe one of the lepers, thinking about the insults that he had experienced in the past as someone unclean with leprosy, maybe he was figuring out a way that he could get revenge on the people who made fun of him and abused him. In his homily on this gospel passage, Father Bausch leaves it at six other lepers. And I know that if I told you that story with those examples and only had six, many of you would say, you only had six. There were supposed to be nine left. Why didn't you have nine? So I'm not going to bring that up. The story of the leper who did return and give thanks 
as a story that invites us to think about gratitude in our own lives. One of the points I think that we learn from this story is that to give thanks means that we have to slow down in our lives. We have to stop and look and recognize how blessed we are, how gifted by God we are. We're in such a hurry. We've got so much to do. We don't often have time to slow down, to recognize our giftedness. I noticed when, when I go to Wegmans and shop, but for those of you who are visiting, Wegmans is a supermarket. Uh, we call it St. Wegmans because after you leave Mass at Good Shepherd, you go to St. Wegmans for whatever they have. When I'm at Wegmans, I very often I smile and I say hello to people. No response. People are in such a hurry. It's not at least once or twice that I was almost hit by a shopping cart. We're in a hurry. This story invites us to take our time to slow down, to recognize just how much we have for which to be grateful. Jesus asks where the other nine are. Basically, Jesus is asking where we are most of the time. Most of those times we're too busy to stop and think we're too busy to stop and say thanks. You know, the, 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 there's real concern in the Catholic Church, including in our parish family, that attendance at Mass has really gone down. It's, it's, we used to have more people coming to church. There are those who blame the thing here, that lack or loss here at Good Shepherd on me because I make us sing all the verses. I, <laughs> you have a problem with that over there? I didn't think you did. I'm preaching to the choir. It just seems to me that in, in my life, if I didn't have the opportunity to gather with the community, the parish family, and see you and interact with you every week, I would miss that. I would hate to miss that. And it seems to me that when we gather and we listen to the word of God proclaimed, as Tom proclaimed it today, we have the opportunity when the word is proclaimed to hear what God wants us to do, how God wants us to live. And when I'm not with the community hearing that, I feel lost. I feel bereft. 
we enter the part of the Mass, the Eucharistic prayer. And Eucharist means let us give thanks. And you'll notice, those of you who come to church here, you notice that before every, at every Mass, before the Eucharistic prayer, I ask to speak out for what you are grateful And when we hear what we're grateful for, that makes the Eucharistic prayer, the prayer of thanksgiving, intimate, personal, and powerful for all of us. If I didn't experience that, I'd be lost. I'd be really lost. The story of the leper who comes back to give thanks is a story that does in fact challenge us to slow down, to take a look at all that we've been given and to join with the community. You know, we we pray through him, with him, in him, in union with the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father. What we're saying is that you and I, in the community, join Jesus as he gives thanks and glory to the Father. How amazing that is, huh? That we're one with the Lord Jesus in our giving thanks. Where are the other nine? Are we the guy who comes back in gratitude? Or are we the other nine who are just too busy, too preoccupied? Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.